Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good Risings. I'm Colin Bedell. Today is Monday, October 31st, and this is The Rising Sign. Happy Halloween, everyone. I'm wishing you a day filled with magic, mysticism, and a little mischief, right? You can't have Halloween without a little bit of mischief. And so speaking of mischief, as of yesterday, Mars is retrograde in Gemini. Now, Mars retrogrades every two years. So it depends on if you think that's frequent or infrequent, right? I think it's fairly infrequent. And what I appreciate about thinking about Mars in retrograde is the fact that it does inspire us to reflect and review around all things Martian. So desire, autonomy, independence, freedom, aliveness. Mars is the planet of uh, conflict and war, in addition to the planet of eroticism and full aliveness. I absolutely love thinking about Mars energy, so much so that I actually have a tattoo of Mars uh, that an Aries convinced me to get, of course, because Aries is ruled by Mars, so she would convince me to get a Mars tattoo. But that's neither here nor there. So I think about Mars energy often because, to me, I think it's the planetary embodiment of what Esther Perel teaches, which is that the erotic is the antidote to death. When we are surrounded by collective deadness and collective pain and collective anguish, we have to ask ourselves, what does it mean for us to choose life in a collective experience of death, of a pandemic, of really hard things? What does it mean for us to choose aliveness? I think that's all Mars. Now, because Mars is retrograde, we will be thinking about these concerns until January 12th of next year. And because it's retrograde in Gemini, and the last time Mars was retrograde fully in Gemini was 1990, so quite a while ago. What I want us to actually really understand from now until January 12th is that often when it comes to conflict management in relationship, most conflicts don't necessarily have solution. In fact, 69% of conflict, according to research done by the Gottman Institute, 69% of conflict in relationship is perpetual and ongoing because it's a function of central personality differences. Okay? So that means that only 31% of conflict that we find ourselves in with our romantic or intimate partners actually has a solution. And I think we, if we really allow that statistic to live in our thinking, what we will then understand is that when we're in a sense of conflict with somebody, we can't necessarily look for an immediate solution. What we need to do instead is communicate more effectively in and amongst conflict, right? So we're not looking for resolve, we're looking for repair. And so what I want you to think about from now until January 12th is how do you communicate when you are in perpetual conflict, so a conflict without solution, and how do you make sure that you communicate 
a little bit more about yourself in a way that doesn't feel like it's grandstanding or grandiose or shameful, right? You're not from the one up or one down position. You're just communicating where you stand. And then you provide other people the space to do the same thing. Because if it's just a matter of personality difference and there's no right or wrong here, I want you to ask yourself, how do you communicate your position and your legitimacies, knowing full well it has liabilities and vulnerabilities as well, while listening to the legitimacies and the strengths in other people? And that's hard because I don't know about you, but I love winning arguments. Of course, I want to be right. Of course, I want to take people to the witness stand and be like, well, according to this, you are exaggerating. You are distorting. You are inaccurate. When really, that's not the best way to solve conflict because I'm not here to resolve. I'm here to repair. And I want you to think about that from Mars retrograde in, uh, until January 12th is how do you use communication to repair and to find your way back to others and have other people find their way back to you? Okay, so that's my Halloween message for you. Wishing each and every one of you a wonderful holiday. And I will talk to you tomorrow morning. Bye. So I'm Colin and you can find me at Queer Cosmos. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know by leaving a review because we love hearing from you. Have a great Monday, everyone. Bye. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.